back to when cinephiles attack a weekly podcast where four movie fans test the limits of their friendship i'm mella here with josh Lacey, and rashawn before we get started you already know take a little quick minute to rate to review us like us on apple podcast you can also support this little indie podcast at buymeacoffee.com backslash wca what's up y'all What's going hey, on, guys? Hey. hey, what have we been watching? What have we been up to? Like so much. <laughs> it's been a long time since we've. Been I know. We have. I know. We've been doing a lot of like special ups, special guests, and now we're back to the OG. Reacher. Okay, Josh. <laughs> yes. I'm tired of hiding it. I'm part of the Reacher gang. <laughs> <laughs> come out on amazon with alan richson it's just like pure distilled dad show like it's just this six foot four 250 hulk of muscle solving crimes and shooting guns <laughs> fuck yeah weekly or everything's up already it's uh well i'm i'm i just i've cranked through season one i think it might be weekly season two just is finished i think it's weekly because i think there's like one or two episodes left of season two and i'm starting it soon and they just started filming season three so you ready each season is based off a different reacher book yeah i don't know anything about this but i see the billboards literally every like 20 feet dude the billboard of reacher's back that's perfect (laughs) and it's just richson's back dude that's the whole that's the whole show what about you, Lacey? Um, I binged so fast season one of The Buccaneers on Apple TV. I will be honest. I put it on as like, this looks cheesy as hell and fluffy and like a mindless good time. So I'll just put it on while I'm working. And by the end last episode I was not working and I was fully glued to the screen invested in the characters invested in the storylines it truly surprised me there's a I don't I don't want to say a twist at the end but there's a big moment at the end of season one that is both heartbreaking and heartwarming not a movie a series it's very much a series about sisterhood and friendship It does something that I don't know if a lot of people like, but I think it's really interesting. They use modern day music in a like vintage setting. So the whole thing is set Hmm. back in the day. This group of American girls is sent to England in order to find husbands, pretty much. And it's all about how the American girls are so loud and outlandish and aren't proper and blah 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 um 
but they use modern day music in the transitions, even in the like ballroom scenes. They have instrumental versions of like Taylor Swift and I don't it's just kind of fun. It kind of adds a different element to it. Um it does feel like the show is winking at us sometimes, but I had a really good time. I had a really good time with it. In December, they announced that it's renewed for season two, and I'm really excited because there's a lot that can happen after the season finale, so very interested to see where it goes. Okay, I kind of want to check it out now. It's Because you were talking about it last night, and I'm like, I don't know, but okay. It's fun. It's good. And like- Westworld kind of did that uh, anachronism with the music. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it the same vibes as Dickinson. I don't know if any of you watched the Emily Dickinson show with Haley Steinfeld. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sa- similar kind of vibes to that, but still a classic story. And I didn't find out until after the fact, but this is based off of a novel from the 1800s. Um, called the Buccaneers. So I've added it to my library queue, and I'm hoping to tackle it and see how it compares to the series this year. That's cool. Rashani? Um, there's a lot. Uh, well, I finished The Curse. Oh, how's um, that? Nathan Fielder and, and Benny Safdie's new Showtime series with Emma Stone. Um, I have only marginally known Nathan for you and, and kind of his whole presence I guess uh, I haven't watched the rehearsal yet this is interesting <laughs> mm-hmm. um I I personally think this is Emma Stone's best performance of 2023 oh my God. IMO wow. yeah it's it's just so different from her and I I do enjoy poor things uh, that's not a, a slight but she's just so transformed in this in a way that's not you know makeup or hair or physicality she's just very unlikable and and kind of monstrous and they're both it's it's like the peak of cringe comedy mm-hmm. and the finale is one of the weirdest i keep i kept seeing confident that. things i've yeah. ever seen yeah I, I i definitely think it's worth the watch if you don't like that kind of comedy, it might be tough to get through. I mean, Nathan um, Fielder's like at a, a different level of cringe. Yeah, <laughs> the the comeback comes to mind because that also was very cringe and and kind of tested your patience a little bit. But I love the comeback. So yeah, if if you like Emma Stone or either of the two lead gentlemen, um, I think it's worth a watch. I don't know, it might test your patience. I'll I'll say that. But um, okay, I've been wanting to watch it same honestly i didn't know we had it like on streaming available but now that i know i'm gonna watch it (laughs) (laughs) i finally watched almost famous oh years later wow Um, i know and so many people were like i can't believe you've never seen that and it's true i can't believe i've never seen it i wish i feel like it would have been a favorite movie had i seen it had i seen it at like 14 or something Mm-hmm. watched it with the nephew and not like intentionally he was just there <laughs> it was fine he's fine billy crudup well, hi didn't know you had an <laughs> in baby 
Um, I think it was just like it was great. It was just I get it. I know no one like has anything bad to say about it ever. And I thought like so many years later I'd be like, meh, it's fine. But I'm like, no, I get it. Kate Hudson's a star. You can't take your eyes off of her. It's good. It's fun. I feel like I will watch it again for sure. Lacey. Malabella. Girl, what are we talking about today? We are taking it all the way back to the early 2000s. Yes, ma'am. Um, and we are crying. We are singing. We are, we are living. We are dying. Thank you. For a walk to remember. She was misunderstood. <laughs> so what's your deal? Huh? You don't care what people think about you? No. She would change him forever. I need help with my work. You're asking me for help? Please. Okay. Landon Carter is coming here. Dad, I'm not a child. <laughs> Where have you been? Nowhere, man. Hey, Carter. So I'll see you after school? I'm in your dreams. Welcome to the planet. Listen, Jamie, I was hoping we could... Be see good friends. Exactly. It's like you're reading my mind. Great. Um, maybe you could read mine. Dare you to... Maybe you're just too scared that someone might actually want to be with you. And why would that scare me? Because you want to be with me, too. A Walk to Remember is a 2002 American coming-of-age romantic drama film directed by Adam Shankman and written by Karen Jansen based on the Nicholas Sparks 1999 novel of the same name. It stars Mandy Moore, Shane West, Peter Coyote, and Daryl Hannah. A Walk to Remember chronicles the relationship between a tough high school boy, Landon, and his overachieving classmate, Jamie. After Landon's punished and instructed to perform community service, he grows close to Jamie and quickly falls in love with her. But as the two develop a strong, sweet relationship, Landon learns that his girlfriend is living with leukemia and is nearing the end of her life. Damn, off the top of the dome, no? Dude, that was just... <laughs> she knows it. I saw it twice last night, and I'm just, like, (laughs) off the dome, baby. Walk to remember. Wow. I can't believe it's finally hitting the pod. Um, (laughs) I'm so excited. She says, like, she couldn't bring it in the last (laughs) three years. (laughs) I really, I just feel like I couldn't. And I am freed from those chains. Um, Is this the year? Like, I brought Bruce Almighty. Yeah. I think, walk to remember. I think that's what this year is. I just feel like, fuck it. I don't give a fuck. I'm standing strong. Empty the clip. Let's go. Um, because I, I, know, I know the commentary around this movie. It's not like I'm walking in this blindly. I Not even just with you guys. Like If I'm in a room full of strangers and I'm like, yeah, walk to remember is like one of the best. And everyone's just like, shut the fuck up. I get it. <laughs> but... But they're wrong. I, they're wrong. <laughs> they're fucking wrong. They didn't have a good time. They haven't seen it 105 times. I, I know what it is. Um, I also have backing on this episode from Lacey. Oftentimes, I feel like we don't meet eye to eye with our films. No. Hardly ever. But when no. we do. We are like this. <laughs> we're like Velcro, <laughs> baby. <laughs> We are one in the same. Yeah, I um, 
I, I remember seeing this not right as it came out. I remember seeing I seeing the book at school, being like, I want to read that. Never did. That's okay. Um, saw the movie and was like, I get it. I know what the girlies have been talking about, what they've been crying about. And then I like never stopped watching it. This is one of those that I can quote from beginning to end, including all the songs, including the soundtrack. I don't even know if I have like special meaning behind it. I just have seen it so much. And I think me at like 13 or 14 comes out every single time when I watch it. Um, I'm going to hand it to you, Lacey, because I feel like we were like in this. We would have been in the same sleepover watching this. A thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about a heartbreaker. My goodness. This movie like awakened the romantic in me and broke the romantic in me all in the span of an hour and 40 minutes. I remember watching this for the first time and like that final scene with Shane on the dock. Not seeing Jamie, but feeling her. Uh, And I remember 13-year-old me, I was sitting on my bedroom floor looking up at the TV on my dresser and just like (laughs) hysterical, (laughs) like fully broken to my core, crushed. Right. Watching it today. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. I get it. I get why people have their feelings about it. Right. It, it is peak 2000s melodrama. Nicholas, I mean, it's based off of a Nicholas Sparks book. What do you expect? Right. I will say I did read the book when I, I was think a, I started it. And then when I'm I was like, a wee one. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I did like it. Um, I read a few Nicholas Sparks uh, after seeing the movie. Um, and I think this is like the closest hmm. adaptation out of the ones that I've read at least. And I know the story itself holds a special place for Nicholas Sparks because he based it off of his sister who passed from cancer. Um, and like her husband like their relationship was very similar to Landon and Jamie's. So like, I feel like you can feel the intimacy in that, Mm. like the, the, the realism in their relationship because of that. Um, I think as melodramatic as it is, I think it is very sincere in what it's trying to tell. And I love it. I love it. I'm here for the drama. I am here for the tears. Uh, I'm here for the cheese. I'm here for the secrets. Handshakes. Yeah. Let's I go, think Mel. Watching this before I ask the boys, um, it feels like looking at a scrapbook from middle school. A thousand me, percent. Yes. Where I'm that like, makes sense. I understand what I was wearing this day in that picture. And I'm looking back and I'm like, fuck, that's so cringe. (laughs) But looking back, there is such like nostalgia and like giddiness that I'm like glad that it's, that I have this scrapbook. You know what I mean? I'm going to leave Josh for last 
Okay. And last was Shawnee. Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I get it. You know, quotes, the girls who get it, get it. The girls who don't, don't. It's fine. I get it. I, uh, this is probably, Melo is asking me my third-ish time seeing it. Didn't like it then, don't really like it now. But I'm not <laughs> here. I'm not here to be a villain today. I promise. Hey. I like melodrama. I don't think melodrama is a pejorative. No. I no. just don't think this is good melodrama. And you know, I don't have anything to say. <laughs> I can hear, I know exactly the friends that are gonna listen to this episode and be like, Where's on? I hate you. Yeah. Justified. I get it. <laughs> um, the last 30 minutes or so was wild. Dude. There, We played a game last night. Um, over, under, overrated, underrated. And there was a scale. Five to zero to five again. Zero being this neutral ground of like, sure, whatever. I think I'm a zero today. Uh, I'm not like completely overrated I'm not like this is completely underrated I'm just like smack dab in the middle I can be pulled in either direction Perfect We'll, we'll see what happens Do we'll, your pull you, we'll pull you to the yeah. five baby. We'll Forearms pull pulling you to the, <laughs> to the five yeah. Okay I feel like There's a lot buried Underneath something That we're going to pull out um, But okay Josh let's yeah. see it so this is my first time watching the film adaptation of this uh, story. In the summer of 2003, uh, I did a theater camp um, that was created and ran by our good friend Taylor's father. Um, and in it, it was a week long. It taught you how to create and stage your own little play. So me, Taylor, and a couple of our friends did our own little original play. I don't even remember what we did. What I do remember is uh, a group of girls in around my class or the surrounding that were also taking part in this theater camp um, put up their own production of A Walk to Remember. Yes, girls. No. So for the last 20 years, the only thing I knew about this play <laughs> or this movie was that play. I love there, that. There are two lines from it that I remember to this day. Um, one in the middle, I asked Lacey early on, I was like, is there a fire in this movie? And she said, no. However, in the play that we <laughs> that I saw, um, the entire cast was on stage um, uh, dan- running around in a circle uh, uh, singing, the roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. So I wasn't sure if it was a party scene or they were trying to imply that there, something was burning down. I would able to watch this. <laughs> the one thing I remember, and I think I'll probably remember till the day that I die, is it was near the end of the of, of the play, and um, I don't remember who was playing Jamie, but whoever was playing Jamie turned to their parental figure because there was no father; it was all uh, like ten year old girls. Yeah, turned to the parental figure and went, "My leukemia is kicking in," and fell over. No. <laughs> it's kind of how it happens in the movie. <laughs> Kicking in? Kicking in. Y'all remember that till the day I die. 
<laughs> and you're like, that's got to be a direct quote from the movie. Uh, the fact not that the movie, Manny the hear Manny Moore say it, thumbs down. <laughs> you left disappointed. <laughs> so thank you for coming on this journey with me. All that being said, I didn't like the movie. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone's been saying, I understand how this had a chokehold on the preteen market and the teen market, the young adult market, I should say, in the early 2000s fully. Even looking at it now, it's like, oh, of course it did. Of course it did. Because there's no real, there's no bad performances. Like, it's not po- poorly, we'll get there. It's not like, <laughs> I, I, I said this to Lacey while we were watching it. This was simultaneously the easiest and hardest movie to follow at the same time. Easiest because I can look at my phone, I look back up and I'm like, yeah, I know what's happening. I know where they are. Of course I know. <laughs> but hardest, when I was paying attention, I, it took like I like I felt like I was trying to stay awake uh, from Freddy Krueger. I was like, focus, focus. I have to focus on what they're saying. But every neuron in my brain was like, you can, you can doze off. You can, f- don't pay attention to this. I di- I didn't like it, but I get it. <laughs> it's always so funny to me when we're watching a movie for the pod. And Josh and I are able to watch it together. I know within five minutes how he feels and how the rest of the movie is going to go. And it was not, it was not positive. Right. I would like to think that I know that about Rashawn, but I don't. No one knows that about Rashawn. (laughs) I don't. Like 20 years later into this friendship, I'm like. I think he liked it. And he's like, that fucking sucked, dude. I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I enjoy watching movies. Yeah. Like, it's never it's never a, a case of, like, is he having a bad time, like, in this event? It's like, is he enjoying what's on the screen? Yes or no? Most, most of the time, even the bad ones, I'm like, I enjoy that. It was bad. Next question. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. I and I, I grew up on Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Another shout out to Taylor. So f- the the moment I think a movie is bad, to keep my attention, I am I'm making the rattiest little comments you've ever heard under my breath or out loud. The whole movie. <laughs> I'm just a little shit in the front row. Just commentating the whole fucking movie. Hey man, no wonder you've been keeping it locked up, man. This- I had no idea this was underneath all that. <laughs> Dean, stop it. You stay out of this. This is <laughs> We're through. It's great. We are through. We are through forever. You okay? You made a mistake, Landon. Sure. Let's get the hell out of here. So you right. talked about the performances. And in the movie or the play? The movie for this one, but we can always go back to the play because I'm super <laughs> curious. Where are those girls now? Are they acting still? Is any of them writing? What's going on? And I think a lot of um, negativity sometimes is about the performances in this. And maybe it's me and my bias towards it, but I don't think anyone's that bad question mark what are your thoughts <laughs> this could be a, a a rising or in this case a lowering tide 
lifts all ships kind of thing. But there's no one that stood out mm-hmm. as, oh my God, whenever they're on screen, I can't handle it. Like they were all, to me, they were all, all in the same movie. Whatever that movie means to you, they were all there. Yes, Lise. No, his, the leader of the, the friend group. <laughs> yes! His friend. All the hand gestures <sighs> above Blue. his head. Was it, isn't it, isn't that Crawford? I don't the know. bully. Uh, yeah. Chase Crawford? Clayne Crawford, the guy who played yes. uh, the, I see the weapon. I don't think he's in a different movie. I think he's really good at being that like two thousands bully, like lives in a trailer park but has to overcome. Why why did every two thousands and late nineties bully grab the protagonist in the at the back of the neck? Do you know what I'm yeah. talking about? When they're like, really toughly. And then pull him in and then like if it was a mob movie, they'd give him a kiss and then push him away. Well, like, even I pointed this out. And again, like I said, I've seen this a lot, so I already know these things. But, like, the way he's holding his backpack that has ripped and he's, like, dangling it around his hands. Like, what the fuck is that? Scene work. That's what that is. But I love it. Like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, of course this guy would hold his fucking Jan Sport like that. Like it's a goddamn boxing glove. Yeah, like, what? Um, Rashawn, yeah, I, what I would like to know what Rashawn thinks of the performance. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. We broke him. Yeah, <laughs> easy. Uh, does it matter? <laughs> <laughs> I think it does. I think it does matter. I... I'm trying to be nice in 2024. <laughs> Why? Uh, we didn't make this podcast That is not to be the nice. podcast that you pitched to us, Richard. I know. Really? <laughs> this is getting me. Well, I can change it when I feel like it. You are the producer. <laughs> so no, I, I just think... I, I think the direction lets everybody down. I'll say that. I, where I agree with Josh and Mella's point that nobody stands out for being bad. It's just kind of the the tone that everyone's in and I don't think there's a strong which is crazy because Hairspray is fantastic mm. but I, I don't think there's a strong hold on the entire cohesive performance and is that, that kind of fails everyone is that the directing or is it like the writing I, I think it's the directing hmm I'm still trying to like grasp the difference sometimes because I can't like look at something and always be like the directing horrible. Well, like, okay. So side note, what we've been watching, Carmel and I went to go see a movie uh, a couple days ago. Ooh, baby. <laughs> that if you had put bets on who would have loved, who would have hated, you would have lost money. We went to see a romantic comedy, Anyone Be You. Raise your hand if you thought Mello would just eat it up. I've seen the letterbox. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But going in, you'd be like, slam dunk yeah. for Mella. Yeah. <laughs> Cute little guy. I Mom enjoyed Tom. myself quite a bit. Mella it. hated it. Yeah. Long story short, too late. She came out saying the writing itself was awful. And I was like, well, it's based off Much Ado About Nothing, which I did not know. I think the dialogue is bad, but... I think the writing was of the story was good. And we argued about that delineation all the way home. 
Yes. But <laughs> this is how I feel about A Walks to Remember, where I think the writing is what it's going to be, but the direction of the writing could have been, and the performances could have been better. So maybe that's where you and I... I for it. sure, this is both, I think. I think this is a poorly blocked and directed moment, but I also think the writing set them up for failure. Lacey, there's a line early on that I think when is when you knew that I wouldn't like this movie. Do you remember what the line is and how it's directed? They're still at the quarry. It's a quarry, right? Uh, it's before it's before Gumby shows up, whatever his name is. They're talking about going to the dance. And Shane West mm. freaking wheels on a guy, like gets his finger in his face. And he's like, you know, I don't dance. <laughs> what the fuck? Because <laughs> he learns later. It's just a little foreshadowing. But like, why isn't that like, man, you know what? I don't dance. Like why? Why is he like? Because he is angry. Kill him. He is. He's a bad boy. Hurting. He was abandoned by his father. Right. Was he I, or did his? Uh, so it seems like his father really wanted to be in his life. <laughs> I think it's a case of like the mom and dad just like couldn't work it out, and they're fine. And the dad yeah. was like, "I'm gonna leave." The dad had a new boo. You could see her in the doorway. Yeah, I think it's honestly not that bad. But as a teenager, as a teenage boy, you're like, fuck, my dad <laughs> me, left me. I felt the most bad for his dad because he kept trying. And, and Lana was like, no. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, a cardiologist father can't cure cancer. Like, yeah, that drove me fucking. You need to help me. He and didn't he like, try, you guys. And he the didn't dad was even like, try. Yeah. The dad, the dad was giving uh, what's what's Bella's name from Twilight? The only like normal human in the whole movie. Charlie Swan. <laughs> Charlie Swan. Like Charlie was like, what the fuck? I guess. And same with Landon's dad. He was like, I can't, son. I'm so, I'm sorry. We let's come he in. Didn't let's even talk say about- no. He was like, can I look at the case? Forget <laughs> it. <laughs> Fucking forget <He's-> it. <laughs> <laughs> Pray harder, dad. I think there's something about though these movies like Nicholas Sparks, The Last Song, like everything that would come in those like four pack for Valentine's Day. Yes. It has to be kind of simple. Right? <laughs> like it's just there's there is a point to what you're saying, Josh. And I'm using you were kind of like, I could just turn my brain off, look at my phone, and just have it on. Not that you would, you know. I did for some parts. But you could. You could just put this on and it be in the background. Lacey's going to make some flowers. I'm going to probably scroll. Because we already know the storyline. We already know what's going to happen in the end. And it's just, there's something about it just being kind of easy. That we don't have to get into the nitty gritty. We can kind of just like turn our brains off and just like watch romance and cheesiness happen. No? No? You don't. You want to just sit there all the time and watch a movie and just be like and think. I need Who a fucking. Who are you talking think. to? <laughs> yeah, yes. of course I hate. I'm not saying you can't use it, but I hate the turn your brain off definition for movies. I love I doing that. I don't Bobby. like that. No, I'm already thinking about plot and character <laughs> and and filming. I feel like t- for me, a marker of a good movie is that like. Because I have brain rot from years of being in front of a screen. 
that like my brain wants to be turned off and so it's a like can you can you hold my attention like that's the challenge that's the that's the first thumbs up a movie gets is like and if you yeah. lose it it's gone if you, you lose it he's gone. out of <laughs> out of space dude i'm in out of space with mr cheddar like <laughs> you're never getting me back okay josh um yeah it's valentine's day we okay. talked about it. it's not your favorite but Lacey has warmed your heart about it a little bit yeah and she goes we're watching a movie tonight and uh no ch- we can shoot it's happening okay um this is like, i thought you were i thought we were <laughs> locking in a walk like me but i like it so keep doing it yeah this, this is lacy in my brain <laughs> this is a pep talk we're, for lacy she's in a fucking leather suit and she cracks the whip <laughs> like bedazzled, we're fucking like, watching like, a movie tonight like elizabeth hurley and bedazzled yes and she like Shit. puts her heel boot on your chest and like you fall into the couch okay chill. um this is Lacey's gonna watch the movie. Lacey's gonna watch the movie in a leather suit because that's not gonna. You're you're watching it. You're gonna be crinkling the whole time next to me. This isn't happening. (laughs) She's seen both of these. I don't care. She better hold perfectly still because if I hear. (laughs) We're not watching. Choices are okay. A walk to remember, or the notebook. My gut can't be on your phone. Okay, my gut says notebook. Give me a second. Okay. What are you researching? This is just. I know. What are you looking up? Runtime. Um, <laughs> oh my god. The notebook is I, much longer. The notebook is yeah. Yeah, it's like a almost a half hour longer. Yeah, it's like two <sighs> for sure. Over to that. Yeah. Still, the notebook. The notebook really has is has the trappings of a good film with just like a you know there's like a it's like. With a cheesy crust, you know what I mean. Right. Um, I think the Notebook. Oh, I have a question. Okay. okay. Noah or Landon, Josh? Woo! La- as like, who character? Who's a better guy? Just like character, who's the better character? Well, Landon's only fucking eighteen, so that doesn't seem fair. Um, but Noah's, like Noah's only when sixteen start. when or eighteen when they meet. Yeah. I well, we see all of him. Um, that being said. Uh, Noah's a more compelling movie character, but Landon's a much better dude. He made that guy get hurt. We don't know what happened to him, but wait, that's that's a plot line that just we saw. We saw him for like twenty seconds, and he's good. Yeah, I low key wish he like broke his arm or got paralyzed, but we don't know. He had a cast on. Yeah, he had a cast on. But if he broke his arm, he's not gonna be in the hospital. Can I tell you? Can I tell you? What I predicted, what I thought, sure. because I didn't know anything about this movie. Yeah. So when I saw they were about to jump, I I was like, okay, he. I thought um, Matt Lutz, who played Clay Gephardt, I thought he was the lead because mm-hmm. they were framing him like the lead. So I was oh. like, okay, he's gonna fall and get paralyzed, um, and Mandy Moore, they're gonna meet in the hospital because I knew that someone had leukemia, and. So they're going to meet in the hospital and many more and then we're going to fall in love and the walk to remember is going to be his his first time walking. <laughs> he said that out loud. Like up and down the hospital halls before she dies. I would watch dies. that shit. I would watch that shit. <laughs> it, it, like my, in my, it's, uh, hearing it now, it's kind of giving a fault in our stars. So sorry for that. Yeah, but, but that's what I thought. I thought the walk to remember what is the walk to remember? Is that the, is it the one where she tells him she's dying? 
Yeah, I think it. I think it's more like this walk in, my, in the, the in life. This yeah, walk in the of long life. marathon yeah. of my life. That's yeah, the, dumb. the, the six That's months dumb. of the That's walk so with lame. you. <laughs> Maybe in the book. I don't know, Lacey, if you remember. I've never seen a title. A title of the movie be the Chekhov's gun, or I guess the inverse. Like I'm just always looking for the walk to remember, and it never happens. Yeah, the I title, guess. A walk to remember was taken from one of the tail end pages of the novel. In every way, a walk to remember. Yeah, I was like, it has to be. It, that makes more sense in a novel setting. Yeah, I think it's that small walk about when she's like, love is like the wind. I can't see did, it, but I can feel it. Did the, uh, like the Not Another Teen movies come out after this one? Yes. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> Eric playing his best friend. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Oh, no, it came out before. But I mean, it's still just like a trope, right? That's in all of these. That one was brutal. <laughs> Especially at <laughs> the beginning. <laughs> Near the end, like when he, like when they gave him things to do and, and conversations to have. What the funny, the funny black guy just like being whack all oh, the time. My. Dude, the beginning was fucking hard to watch, man, <laughs> with him. <laughs> god it's got everything it really does what what else this movie i think it just has like all of those classic teen tropes tropes. i thought you meant like in a good way like it has everything what else could you want from it it's like a lot i gotta (laughs) no i'm just saying like this is cookie cutter like make a list of things that are teen rom-coms or whatever and it's like it's got a musical number yeah. The token best friend. Let's talk, let's talk about, talk the, about the music. Lacey. Let's talk about let's talk about the plot of that play in high school. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wait. I told you not to bring it up because we don't oh, know. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. I knew this was gonna come up. She's I knew this, she's this <laughs> elusive Chanteuse. Yes. She takes off of her off her fucking Rogue. coat for this gangster who's who's reformed. It's like, what is but, this but play? He had a dream that he can't remember. So if she sings about them being in love, he'll remember his, his yeah, dream. Yeah, so the booze has like fried his brain and his current girlfriend with the bob was like, you big let's, I'm fucking leaving. Maybe this, this shadow girl can walk into the club and kind of remind you. And so she does. And Simple. they kiss. And they fucking kiss. What? I don't, I don't mind the play. I, th- I thought it was quite funny, but <laughs> <laughs> it's also crazy. giving very much like someone in high school wrote this play, and we're gonna like do this it. like your friends at summer. Speaking of, <laughs> 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 I'm lucky to be so sure. It's like the wind. I can't see it, but I feel it. What do you feel? I feel wonder and beauty, joy, love. I mean, it's the center of everything. I might kiss you. I might be bad at it. Possible. The music. 
this movie was made yeah. to just uh, peddle Mandy Moore CDs. Period. <laughs> and we I used think to, this, we used to be a proper country. They used to make entire movies to sell CDs. So cunt about that. She's in the car driving away from school with her fucking cross keychain dangling, and she's listening to herself. Period. Off, bitch. I wanna <laughs> what? They're in the car. She's getting her quote unquote first tattoo. Turns up the radio. She's singing to herself. Hell and yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like, she sounds like, great. Amazing. Mandy Moore did not get enough credit for being the pop princess that she was. Say it louder. She was really talented, but because she wasn't doing what Britney and Christina were doing, which mm-hmm. were also both little Lacey okay. was in her room doing baby one sure more time was. choreography. Genie I mean, in a bottle, baby. Genie in a bottle. But because she wasn't doing that, she kind of fell into the same hole that Jessica Simpson fell into, like cutesy pop. And she's really good. I didn't <laughs> realize she was very good doing all the singing and acting before she was 18. She was under 18 during this movie. 17. Dang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's like three all- Switchfoot songs. I, was gonna say, I think it's like a very safe, Soundtrack, Mandy Moore, Cutesy Pop, and then we have Switchfoot, which is like a the Christian rock band. Yeah. Safest. We can put it on when you're in, in the car with mom and dad. Like, nothing's going to be too crazy. Bitch, that shit was on replay. Let me fucking tell you. Yeah. Switchfoot was big in my little right-wing, small Midwestern town. They were they were all the rage with the was. youths. I think I sent Lacey this video, but I'm not sure. Um. So this this watch around, I was like, okay, I need to find something like new, different, whatever, a, an angle. And I feel like Jamie is not like this mousy little girl that you think she is. I think there's like a little bit of Mandy Moore in her. Where, especially in the scene where we have Landon going up to her and he's like, yo, I need your help. And she's like, you need my help? Oh, please. And he was like, yeah, I need help with my lines. And she says, okay, I'll pray for you. And she fucking walks away. (laughs) Yeah. One of my favorite moments in the movie is when they're on her porch. And he's like, it's like you can read my mind. And she goes, oh, great. Maybe you can read mine. And her face just falls. (laughs) It's like, bitch, we can all read it. Yes. Yes. And I think there's something to that. Like, it could have been easy. And maybe it's the direction. Maybe it was her. But it could have just been easy to make her very, like, um, meek and, like, mousy and just, like, okay, I'll do whatever. Whatever anyone says to me. But I think there is, like, a strength in her, which is what Landon sees, right? Like, he's like, oh, shit. Like, she's not just a sweater. Like, she's she kind of... <laughs> She kind of got a little heat, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, speaking of, <laughs> what's with the flyers? What? That's all they. That's the best they could do for two thousand two. Like, look, ooh, that that's ooh, this church crazy. lady has an insane what? body. It happened. It's, it's it's not crazy like that. It's not the body part, but someone. I am also deeply religious. I come from a very conservative household. I was obviously in the closet in high school, 
and someone printed an article with my name in it that I died from AIDS-related complications. Oh, oh that's fucking crazy. My God. So that is not that crazy. And it, I, feel, I feel like to someone like her, it's devastating. The, the whole um, the, the flyer getting passed around idea, yes. It's just yeah, yeah. the actual it's flyer. The worst Photoshop I've ever seen of it's just really her face yeah, yeah. on a on a model's body. And they're like working really hard. <laughs> they spend so much time yeah. showing us how hard they're showing? working on this Photoshop. And then it's a black and white photo on a color photo. <laughs> um editing Rashawn, uh at the end of your last story or, or right now. Play the Wendy, Wendy Williams clip when she says death to all of them. <laughs> yeah. I read that it was supposed to be a naked photo, like a naked yes. model. That would, that would have made even more sense. But I think for someone like her, though, any guess, kind yeah. of violation. I mean, we're getting the religious under and overtones during this movie. She presents herself as a pious character i mean she's in she's buttoned up the whole movie so anything like that would be devastating for a person like her that's true Mm -hmm. that leads me to my next question Mm -hmm. they graduated they're 18 they're married what do we think yes for sure okay did they fuck they, is what they got down about? right they got zounds eddie okay just want to make like sure. i said she has that heat underneath yeah. the, the i mean eric they didn't eric, get down they made love you eric, heathens no eric eric the token friend warned us about it at the beginning like she it's the choir girls christ have mercy what christ have mercy <laughs> amen am i right <laughs> enough enough but i think it's like they only had a summer, so they really had to get to it. And he said there was more love in that summer than some people experienced yeah. for whole lifetimes. She had to... She was Day weak, and night. too. Day and night. Day Day and night. Can we, I can't <laughs> see that movie. That in the cemetery. <laughs> up underneath the telescope, bitch. <laughs> Using the telescope. Joshua. Let me see. Let me see. Let me get close up. Ew! Let me see your anus. You know what I'm saying? All right. <laughs> Anyway, um, what we may she rest in peace. (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) Did Lacey? Did you know who Shane West was before this movie? Did anyone? I don't know. I didn't. I don't know if I did or not. This is the one that like put him on the map. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I don't remember if Get Over It was before or after this. Get Over It was after. I think he's like. Oh really... no, it's before. Then probably yeah. yes. And Dracula 2000 was before. <laughs> Sorry, that's for me. That's a for classic. Me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know. It's weird. He's in Ocean's Eleven as himself before this. Yeah, because he was like. Oh, he's at the poker the table. Table of mm-hmm. like teen throb, heart throbs. But by that time, I'm like. When was Ocean's Eleven? A year before this. Oh, he kind of, I don't, tell me if I'm right or wrong. I feel like he fell off after this. Like, I don't know if. He's he, still working. He's still, yeah. He's, he's on people's necks for that. Career. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> be watching anything, anywhere. She'd be like, what happened to them? 
<laughs> God damn, Carmela, be gracious. <laughs> I, just, I mean, I just checked his. They fell uh, off. Where they at? He's got like six upcoming <laughs> projects. I didn't look at what they are, but is wow. okay. I mean, yeah. you can comment and DM us. Is anyone checking on Shane West? Don't be know. like this. <laughs> his agents are because he's working, man. Well, like he's the working. article you sent me today, Josh, where it was like the star from ER. I'm like, Shane West? I Yeah, he was on he ER for five Bane years. On, on I don't know. That's the same link Catherine Heigl was on Grey's. Like, he was on there. I, I guess I just... You're alone in this. Shane West, <laughs> I guess we love you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to come on and up, Shane, no hard feelings. Play in the mail. <laughs> Is there anything else that we didn't bring up? Yeah, one quick thing. Um, this is more about IMDb and the IMDb users that I'd like to talk about. Okay. So they have a thing in trivia. I'm just kind of scrolling through it here before we started. Um, and at the below, it talks about like the director too, and it, it, it says you know it has director trademarks. If they do something in a lot of their movies, it'll be listed like Adam Shankman obviously did this, and Hairspray, and a few other musicals, and Adam Shankman director trademark singing, you know, another trademark apparently is characters doing community service for him. But there's another section that says director cameo, and Adam Shankman, the nurse pushing Jamie out of the hospital room where she's discharged for private home care. Okay, so that's his director cameo. He's he's pushing Jamie out of the hospital. 47 uh, IMDb users gave it a thumbs up for helpful. 26 gave it a thumbs down. <laughs> Why? They're just like, I don't fucking need to know Fu- this. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> I will I say <laughs> on this podcast, Adam Shankman and Christopher Nolan are in the running for like how many films we've brought. So I thought that was kind of cool. And maybe I should bring another one to just cross that bridge. Then I'll bring another Nolan one. Don't play God this game. damn it. <laughs> Don't play this. No. I'll bring okay. Tenet. So oh, I'll... no, you won't. Oh, <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> You'll be alone, honey. <laughs> that can be a solo up. <laughs> you and the listeners. <laughs> Lacey, so, uh... anything else you want to bring up? Um, I... Listen, her character is named Belinda, and um, she is a horrible high school girl, but I think Lauren German does a really subtle, nice job with not having a lot of dialogue to communicate a lot of character growth. Watching it this time around, I was like, wow, she's really good. She's really, really good. That final moment she has with Landon like finally confessing her feelings like i remember watching that as a teen being like you slut you slut you know she's dying and you're kissing him on the cheek and now i'm like oh you had some growth you you know expressed your feelings right yeah i think she i think she is good i think it it, again it would be easy for her to just be like the mean girl right like i don't know if it's her best friend but her friend the kind the of like girl. abused girlfriend. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, she is very much that and it's fine. We don't really need, we're not checking on her, but I think <laughs> she could have easily been that type of person. And she kind of gives her some humanity. 
Yeah. All right, guys. Who wants to play a game? Let's go. I want to play a game. All right, everyone. Gird your loins. Riddle me this. They don't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. I guessing games. Come on, boy. Boy, play with me. Riddle me that. So this game is called A Talk to Remember. Oh, shit. It actually has nothing to do with A Walk to Remember. It's just the title, and I thought it was, like, great. We are going to go back in time, as we did with this episode, but, like, three years ago when the podcast started. Here we go. Oh. And I'm going to say a quote that one of us in this podcast have said before. And I want you to tell me who said this quote and from what episode. Oh, no. So anyone... Very huge advantage. (laughs) Yes, Rashonda. So I tried to choose things that weren't so... Especially early on. I've I've re-listened to a lot, so... Yeah. It's like these are very much like first year. And they're not like huge sound bites, except for maybe one of them, which I just thought was fucking funny. Um... (laughs) Oh, no! Okay. But. Um, shout out to my cousin, Nikki, friend of the pod, because one of the things she asks me all the time is, how can you get on the mic and just say what you think, <laughs> your opinions? How can you just, like, voice them and be like, that's out there forever now? Um, I feel like this game is going to. Uh, yes humiliate me with that in mind so uh do you know the trick to doing that no uh brain go off yeah that's like i can't do that i'm neurodivergent i can't do that just just all fucking vibes around here just talk just talk baby brain off okay one second you guys there's like two hours worth of stuff that i just have (laughs) deleted Just in a vault. Not, not deleted. It's in a file called blackmail. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer bloopers, but sure. Are we ready for our first quote? No. <laughs> a talk to remember. And the quote is as follows. Don't lessen that. He was just there in the box. He almost died of hyperthermia. <gasps> Yes, Josh? He was there in the box. It wasn't Titanic, was it? It is not Titanic. I'll give you a hint after you guess this one. On the whole game. I guess I might as well just guess who said it since I have the floor. Yes. Uh, Let's say Rashawn. No, it's not Rashawn. Would anyone else like to guess? I'll say it with the inflection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't lessen that. He was just there in the box. He almost died of hypothermia. (laughs) I feel like that that's was... a hint in and of itself. <laughs> yes. I feel like that was Lacey. <laughs> I think it was Josh. <laughs> Lacey, it is Josh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to guess what movie, anyone? He almost, almost died of hypothermia. He was in the box. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Dark Knight? No. I'm going to go ahead and play the clip. <laughs> don't lessen that. He was just there in the box. He almost died of hypothermia. <laughs> uh, it was like five minutes, minutes Josh. <laughs> so, he can't be more than 10 pounds. Oh, 
I know what it is. <laughs> what little guy? Who's the little guy? It's little guy. Breakfast at Tiffany's. It is Breakfast at <laughs> Tiffany's, and we are talking about cats. <laughs> <laughs> so one point for Lacey. He's just a little guy. He's just a little guy. So the hint for this whole game is that these are all episodes that I hosted. Okay. Okay. Uh, here we go. Okay. So these okay. are all movies that I have brought to the podcast, and y'all had some motherfucking things to say about it. <laughs> uh huh. So your next quote is as follows. This was awful. I had 10% fun. That was me. Yes. <laughs> that was that me. is correct. Um, Rock of Ages? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apology. <laughs> what are you talking about? You owe my queen share a huge apology. Did I come for burlesque? Because this is where I think you're going. I listened to that episode today, <laughs> Mama. You owe them and me an apology for the way you spoke. We'll get into it later. Okay. This was awful. I I had 10% fun. What? I, oh! I, I did not enjoy this. What a twist. At all. 10%? This is not a good time for me, Mom. Okay. I love you. I love you. Okay, we're going to compare. We're going to do some compare and contrast. (laughs) Yes, we are. Because Burlesque did it better, bitch. Ooh, okay. Josh, come on. I'm shook it. This is not my movie, and I'm shook it. So... And that's another Adam Shankman movie, so whatever. So we have Lacey. What the 10% was? The French Kissing. No. It wasn't that. (laughs) Next quote. You would think now after having a podcast and learning so much, I would come away and be like, it does suck, but I still love it, but I can't take off the rose-colored glasses. That's got to be... Oh, go ahead, Rochelle. That was you. That is me. Yep. And that was for... Damn. I, I can't remember the movie. Anyone else want to guess? Say it again. You would think now after having a podcast and learning so much, I would come away and be like, it does suck, but I still love it. But I can't take off the rose-colored glasses. I fully remember you saying this, but I can't remember what movie it is. Is it like... Uh, are you talking about like recording stuff? I'm talking about the movie itself, I think. Okay. Buffs or film Twitter who are just like, this movie is trash. And I'm like, but what do you mean? I've seen it like 20 times. And every time I fucking cry in the same exact three spots. Mm -hmm. I walk away so warm and fuzzy. And you would think now after having a podcast and like learning so much, I would come away and be like, it does suck, but I still love it. But I, I can't. I can't take off the rose-colored glasses. I, I, I really can't. It's just. Is that the? It's not the Notebook, is it? No. Yeah, I was gonna say you don't think Notebook suck. It's the help. So that's one point for Rashani. 
Okay, this is the next one. And the quote is, it pains me because I feel like I always have your back with movies like this. But baby, I don't have your front or your back. I am out. Lacey. That's the, hey. Yes, Lacey? No. Oh, it's Rashawn. That's that Rashawn. That is correct. Dude. That is Rashawn. <laughs> that's Rashawn. <laughs> <laughs> no, but baby, that's Rashawn. I'm 100%. Dude. Um, that is Rashawn. <laughs> dude. But what movie was it? <laughs> the cuntiest read. <laughs> Just putting the transcript on paper. Woof, dude. Yeah, dude. I'm like, I'm having to transcribe these. Like, God damn. <laughs> Anyone have a guess as to what movie he was out on? Um, I, It's something similar to not another team movie, but I yeah, can't. That is correct. Oh. But is it correct that it's not another team movie? It's not another team movie, but it's very similar. Okay. Is it? Play the clip. Is it Wet Hot American Summer? Nice. There you go. Yeah, like I thought it was going to be like kind of like a dark humor thing. So Mm. that's why I was like laughing. I think everyone knew we were about to watch people die. Yeah, but I thought it it was going to be a little funny. (laughs) 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 Spoilers for Nope. Um, yeah, it it pains me because I feel like I always have your back with movies like this. Mm-hmm. But baby, I don't I don't have your front or your back. I am <laughs> out. Oh my god! Well, I am really okay. Whatever, that sucks. But oh my god! <laughs> this one is a little long. Okay, so listen up. It's the least fun. I've had watching a movie on this podcast, and it is by far, far and away, not even close to the worst movie. It's closer to the best movie than it is to the worst movies we've ever watched, but it's the least fun I've ever had watching a movie. (laughs) Sorry. Josh? That's me. Yes. That's me 100%. What movie is it? It's, uh, shit. This is not, not another teen movie, is it? This is not. No, it's not. It's, um... It's. I feel like it's another one of those little '90s rom-com, like that is teen rom-coms. No, I don't know. No. Anyone else? <laughs> Read it again. <laughs> it's the least fun I've had watching movie on this podcast, and it is by far, far and away, not even close to the worst movie. It's closer to the best movie than it is to the worst movies we've ever watched. But it's the least fun I've ever had watching a movie. <laughs> Joshua. Is it? Is it? Is it? Um. Is it the Julia Roberts one? No. <laughs> You're talking about Julia my best Roberts. friend's wedding? Yeah. me. Oh, okay. So I acknowledge that it's a good movie, but I hated watching it. Okay. Interesting guesses that you're throwing out there. <laughs> What's, what the fuck is wrong with my best friend's wedding? <laughs> yeah. It was a bummer, dude. I didn't have any fun watching this movie. Like, at all. Why would you... I'm never going to rewatch it. Why would you choose uh, to rewatch this? I don't know, but I've seen it a fucking lot. It's the least fun I've had watching a movie on this podcast. And it is by far, far and away, not even close to the worst movie. It's <laughs> it's closer to the best movies than it is to the worst movies we've right. ever watched. But it's the least fun I've ever had watching a movie. <laughs> That's pretty accurate. Oh, yes. It's Blue Valentine. Oh, oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Who 
Why would you rewatch that? <laughs> you still feel the same. Okay, Josh, you. I think you only have one. I have one point. Yeah, I've been I've been slow in the draw. I've guessed most of them correctly, but I've been a little slow. Y'all gotta be quick with this one. It was the first show I saw on Broadway. Men were naked. It was crazy. Oh, Josh, I know. <laughs> it was me. Yes. I was talking about the little dog laughed. Yes. And we were talking about what? <laughs> Why were we talking about that? Why were we talking about the little dog laughed? Because it was similar to, I don't know. Okay. Douglas Carter Bean, who did the little dog laughed. It was the first show that I saw on Broadway. Men were naked. It was crazy. Hey, yo. But yeah, it was it was important to me. You know, it, it's it's very much pointed. So that, this had to be, you know, watered down a little bit for the masses. But I love that it's, you know, this huge cult classic that is still talked about to this day. Because I'm, I'm a fan. Okay, Lacey, does that ring a bell? That is too Wong Fu. Mm. And you're talking about the writing. <laughs> oh. Y'all, damn, what was I saying back then? <laughs> I, was talking, I was talking crazy. I was talking crazy. Is it crazy. the screenwriter? Of... Yes, I, think, I believe so. Oh. So this is a final one. This is a final, yeah. And I think multiple people are in this quote, so it's kind of like up for grabs. And it reads it's as such. At 10, are you even producing semen at 10? <laughs> uh, uh, Josh? Is that, is that you, Mel? That is not me, surprisingly. Is it Rashawn? Yes, it is Rashawn. Talking to Josh. It... Yes. Hey! hey, 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 hey. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Anyone want to guess the movie? We are talking about semen. Oh, it's not another, another team movie. movie. That's correct. Uh, it's a tie. I'll give it both to you. All right. Um, two points for me. This quote is so fucking funny. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. You were talking about being naughty in your room. I'm just going to cut out the middleman and watch porn when I'm in the fifth grade. Hello? Anyway. I just was surprised that you said it at, on air. At 10? Are you producing semen at 10? He's trying. That's why you How, just... What, what grade is 10? What grade is 10? <laughs> Sixth grade. <laughs> Sixth grade. You're Sixth? Porn? Yeah, I don't. I don't think I was. That I was masturbating to completion, but I was looking at it. To completion. <laughs> Shit. Do you really want this on the pod? Do you really want to care? I don't care. I'm a grown man now. I've got a wife. Hey. You don't have to masturbate anymore. <laughs> I get to masturbate. <laughs> 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 I stand by that shit, dude. I'm an adult. I've got a wife. What I tell you, Nikki, no thoughts, Bye. just talk. Just. Not the. Damn, how many points did he get? I got two. Four. Flip. So, Lacey, you are the winner of a I talk win. to remember with five points. Rashawn with four, and Josh with two. Congratulations, Lacey. It's only deserving that you win this. Thank you. This one was for us, Mel. <laughs> this one was for us. Fuck, we have a lot of 
a lot of uh, talks to remember, don't we? <laughs> so wrapping things up, we can come to the conclusion that um, this is a very specific cookie cutter 2000s teen rom-com through and through. The performances are just as they should be. I guess Shane West is still happening, even though I don't think it, it is. But that's okay. I'm going to look into it. Um, we looked and, into it for you. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to look into it more. And I think... Not like, do your own research. <laughs> the girlies loved it and the boys not so much. And that's okay. It's, it went as I expected. Um, That's it. Now that's it for this week's episode of When Cinephiles Attack. As always, we'd love if you took a moment and rated us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can find this and all of our episodes on Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at CinephileAttack. And if you have a suggestion for a new episode or you just want to show us some love, email us at whencinephilesattack at gmail.com. From Mella, Josh, Lacey, and Rashawn. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week. We'll always remember it was late afternoon. Yeah.